Hal Silver Amya Consulting is here to assist with all your consulting needs. Parenting classes, doula consultation, homeschooling guidance, and much more. Get the needed assistance from those with experience who understand the plight of life and are here to help. Contact us for a free consultation. Check out our website at www.horconsulting.com for more details. by Ashia associated with HOR Consulting is accepting new clients. That's right. As a mother of 12, a woman and advocate for women's health, I am here to assist those with the needed knowledge for pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, labor and delivery, and beyond. With years of experience, I am here to help guide moms in the most important task in womanhood, bringing life into this earth. I also provide support with lactation and in cases of loss of fetus, emotional support as well. Schedule your free consultation. That's right. I said free consultation today. And if you have any questions, contact us at 312-761-4188 for more information. Also follow Doulaship by Ashia on Instagram. Peace and blessings. my phone let me send out this reminder to everybody to tune in to the podcast D E M L A W done blazing on the track boy about the most Let's start the conversation. (laughs) 
Hey, shalom, 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 shalom. Let's get some, get some applause going on on this thing real quick. Happy Passover to everybody. Most high in Christ bless. You're tuned in about them laws podcast. You listen to King Rami's in the building. And as you can see, my whole tribe is in the building as well. How everybody doing? Tell everybody how. Good. Let everybody know happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Passover. Happy Passover. Where everybody at, man? So this is my tribe right here. Um, wanted to come up, of course, on this Passover and um and try and, and try and create a little something for, for for the kids. I know a lot of time when we do um the Passover, it's so adult driven. We going knee deep into history and to the gods and. So, so so much heavy type of thing, you know. The kids are just trying to uh, consume as much as they can um, comprehend. Let me get my banner going down there at the bottom, real quick. Get that banner going down there at the bottom. So again, a happy Sabbath, happy Passover to everybody. Um, as we know, tomorrow is sundown, begins the feast of unleavened bread, and um. We finna get it in. How's everybody feeling so far? I know a lot of folks are chiming in. Probably a little slow. I should, it's kind of spontaneous. Um, I ain't put up no stuff ahead of time um, or whatnot. Asha, how, how are you feeling over there? Got to get a little clo- thank, closer to the mic. Thank the most high for the Sabbath. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm hoping we got enough screen real estate. Oh, no. <laughs> enough screen real estate for everybody on there. Why is, why is it moving for? Oh, okay. So, just make sure everybody can be seen. I got Sarai. <laughs> I got my son, Sarai. You got Shemai back there. Say shalom. Shalom. You got Rafael. You got Ray. Shazai. Shavon's in the back. Who 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 you got over there? Uh, I, I got... I got Relia right here. <laughs> Being loud. Say la. Say shalom. Shalom. Naya. Shalom. Shavaya and Sunit. Hi, Shalom. Oh, praise the That's the whole crew. Um, we finna get it in real, real quick. Um, I pray everybody is enjoying. I posted this up a little bit um, in the intro. Want to put this up real quick? Dealing with the um, Passover. Let me drop this banner so y'all can see the whole thing. No. So Passover again, um, and we don't read Leviticus the twenty third chapter. We don't touch to touch that um, Passover April first at evening, feast of unleavened bread, beginning it at um, tomorrow at evening, um, from the second to the ninth. All right, um, as the scriptures say, evening to evening um, is one day. So, um, and we're going to go through these scriptures um, real quick. How do we get to what we're talking about? Let me post this up real quick. All right, so um, again, just a little um, FYI for your information. Um, how do we get the Bible details um, the Lord's calendar? And there's a lot of different calendars. Um, the Lord is very clear, cut, and concise. Um, the program that he done placed in the earth is undeniable, is not able to be manipulated or tricked. Um, the book of John, chapter 11, 9 through 10, shows that there is 24 hours in a day, all right? Um, Exodus, the 20th chapter, verse 11, showed there's seven days 
in a week. Um, now, we're dealing with the, the time and date construct that God put up. Um, things been flipped and dipped through all different societies. A lot of different cultures um, celebrate things differently. Um, we are the Israelites, and this is the calendar that the Most High God have given us, his children, the Israelites. So um, it's 12 months in a year, according to 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 7. All right. Um, the first day of the week is Sunday. It's not Monday, according to the scriptures. And that's proven in the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 1. Um, how many days concise of a month? We understand that according to Revelations, chapter 11, verse 1 through 3, that is 30 days. All right. So a lot of this stuff is um, is different according to certain cultures, um, certain societies. And also we can't mention that it's two seasons, two seasons. I know um, they have four seasons over here in the Western um, culture. But according to the scriptures, the Lord only acknowledging two seasons. And that's proven in Genesis chapter eight, verse 22. And it's also proven in the book of Psalms, chapter 74. Verse 17. So I have this up to show you the biblical foundation. Now, you can go with whatever you want to go with. <laughs> you have that choice. You have that right. But those that say that they love the Most High God, those that um, believe on Christ, um, believe in the scriptures. We have to go as it is written so we justify in our sins. This is how we prove what we believe. Um what we believe and what we don't believe, all right? So, so um, I want to have that up <clears throat> so everybody can see that. Um, you can write it down. The Bible says prove all things. So we want to be able to prove everything that we say, everything that we do, um, that we're not just making it up as we go, but that is actually according to the Scriptures. And all we're doing is going by what, what, what the Bible says because we say we believe in God, right? So we don't have it at that. Um, what are we doing with the cameras? You bringing three? Three up? Okay. I'll drop the other one down. All right, so um, let's get into it real quick. Shavon, I need you to read for me. So we, we, we ain't finna be up here that long, but we want to go through these scriptures. want the kids to be able. You read over here, man. Um, bring the camera towards you. Get the headphones from from your mama. And again, happy Sabbath to everybody chiming in right now. Um, happy Passover to everybody that's chiming in right now. We're finna go through the scriptures real quick to show you where we get all this from. All right. Hey, you can bring that chair over there uh, for him. Okay. Some shave on. You actually can grab the, you could have brought the chair for you. Chair. And we're gonna start in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23. Matter of fact, um, give me that Romans 15. Y'all know I always like to start there. Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Hold on. The book of Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures yeah, might have hope. What you use is, uh, we don't switch off, so he ain't doing all, all the reading. I'm going to have a few, a few of y'all read today, all right? Um, 
Call and read it again. The book of Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. So I pray that um, everybody have the kids back. Um, this is going to be real. Um, we're not, again, um, we're not breaking this down real deep and heavy and pulling up maps and a lot of heavy things. That's a little bit um, too much for younger kids to comprehend. Um, some, some, um, on a side note, um, what's the, um, the, the, it's a Veggie Tales. I know it's a Prince of Egypt movie. Mm-hmm. What's another one they have? Joseph. The, the name of the movie is Joseph? Yep. Joseph King of Dreams. Okay, Joseph King. Now, these are different movies that kind of um, give you the synopsis, the idea of what um, Passover is all about. You know, they, they primarily call it the Exodus um, of Egypt. Um, what's, do do VeggieTales have one? Uh, they have they have a VeggieTales of Moses. Of Moses, but it's not going so much into Passover, no. Yeah. It's, it's not going into Passover. So it's not going into Passover. So I'm trying to give um, the them some to tools. In, in, in the, mic the closest again. thing that I've seen is Prince of Egypt. Okay. Okay, so the Prince of Egypt. Okay, so if you're trying to have um, something palatable, something easy to be understood for the kids, um, now I would hope and pray <laughs> that at some point, Either our children or some adults now, but I'm I'm banking on children now. That's why I'm investing in mine. I pray that you are investing in yours, where the Bible told us to train them up and the way they should go. I pray that they are motivated to create a cartoon replicating our history. With our images, with all the beautiful graphics, with all the beautiful songs and everything. I'm praying that we get to that level. But as of right now, in the meantime, between time, the Prince of Egypt is a very um, good cartoon to put on for the children to get them kind of knowing what we're reading about. Joseph, y'all say Joseph? Joseph, King of Dreams. Joseph, King of Dreams is another one that y'all, and I, I believe some of this is on YouTube. If not, it's somewhere on these stream on Prime or whatever um, streaming services y'all have. Um, I know there's a super book. <laughs> I don't know what the the name of the episode is, but I do recall a super book showing the episode of um the Exodus from Egypt. So again, these are three things that we know for sure that's in kitty form cartoon that can give your ch- child somewhat a visual of our glorious histories. Everybody comprehending that. So we don't read through some scriptures, okay? Um we don't start in. Did, did you read uh, Romans for me yet? Mm-hmm. Read again for me. Call and read it. The book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 4. Mm-hmm. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So, Passover is very important because that's a very intricate piece in our history. And it's something that our children should know about because, for one, it's pertaining to them. Again, it's pertaining to them, it's not a made up holiday. It's not something that's created to try and make us feel better about ourselves. No, this is actual historical events that happen that they need to know about. That they have a power, a God that cared about them and is written in the eons of history, right? So let's go to Leviticus, to the good old book of Leviticus. We don't start at Leviticus chapter um, 23. Um, all I want is verse 1 through 8 with that. The book of Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 1. 
And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy So, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, all right? Um, again, I will encourage folks to get children. Get that Prince of Egypt. Get that Joseph. Um, Superbook is the last one on the list because that's they're talking about it, but you won't see us on there. <laughs> you won't see us at all in the cartoon, at all. Um, and it's a veggie tale as well, too. But Moses looked like us. Your sons, your daughters, your prince, your princess should understand when they crack this Bible open that it's a reflection of them. It's their history book. It's their records. It's not a fairy tale book. I know a lot of folks and took it and painted themselves as an ant. When you, when you start going through it, um, you don't realize that Egypt is in Africa. I'm going to say it again. Um, I got a map somewhere here, right? I'm trying my best not to. Um, where's the little map we had? I know we got a little hand map. This one really showing America. I can't really. Uh, no, they ain't going to be able to see it. Too well this one. Hold that for a second. So we understand that Egypt is inside Africa. All right. That's the um, land of, of, of people of color, um, all right? Um, so when we read about Moses, it says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses. Read verse 2. Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Lord. It says, Speak unto the children of Israel. So this is a conversation that the Most High is having with us. A and B conversation, correct? Read. Concerning the feast of the Lord which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocation. So these feasts that's going to be detailed by Moses, given to him by the Most High God, is to be proclaimed. And you're supposed to let folks know about it. You can't keep it to, to yourself. So your kids should know about Passover. They should know about the Feast of Unleavened Bread, being specific to what we're talking about. And they should know it just like in the world, folks know about Christmas. Folks know about Halloween. Folks know about um, Thanksgiving. Folks know about birthdays folks know about valentine's day so forth and so on these things are known and proclaimed all the time in they specific times of the year your child should know the high holy days that pertains to them their culture their ways which is passover right and it says what in verse two again read it concerning the feast of the lord which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Even these are my feasts. So the Lord finna tell you, these are the days that y'all need to celebrate. These are your celebration days. Now, um, if you don't know about the Bible, you know about what? Christmas. You know about Halloween, Thanksgiving. You know about St. Patrick's Day. You know about the 4th of July. All these different, and it's different more that's in other countries that we might not be in. I'm speaking of the days that's celebrated here in the land of America. It might be more days in other countries we know nothing about. But once again, as being Israelites, the Lord gave us days. So these are some of them that he's going to proclaim in, in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Read on to verse 3. Six days shall work be done. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. So the first one up is what? Sabbath. I'm asking y'all. Y'all y'all, my audience today. Oh, okay. So so the first, our first beautiful and great high holy day is what? The Sabbath. The Sabbath. 
the Sabbath. Now, I, let me post this up again to let y'all know again that um, the Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Sunday is the first day of the week, right? These are, 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 are the basic tenets and foundation of days and months and years and time according to the scriptures. Sit down. So watch this. Um, it says six days work should be done. The seventh day is the Lord's Sabbath. And holy convocation. What's a convocation? Um, Who can tell? Sunit on the mic. Um, a holy ga- a holy convocation is a holy gathering. Which means what? Like people coming together. Everybody coming together. While you see my screen full of full, full, full of my family. Wherever you are. It's the gathering together of those that understand what, what the Most High is telling them to do and what to keep, right? So it says what? It says, and you should what? Do no work therein. So that work, is that talking about making a sandwich? Uh, no. can, 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 can you have a sandwich on, on, on the Sabbath? Yes. Y'all sure? How, how about y'all be yes. Stop jumping up and down. Stand, stand over here. Yes. Huh? Yes. Okay, we got a sandwich. Can we have chips? Yes. Can we have something to drink? Yes. So, um, how do you get something to drink? Can you pour it in the cup? Is that working? Pouring your drink in the cup, or you got to drink it out the off the floor or something? No. no. What what type of work is it talking about? Like who who can let me know? Let me hear you tonight. Like going to work. Which means like working for what? Money. For money. It's talking about compensation. Service. For your service, right? Everybody clear on that? Yes, sir. So, so if you're if you're making you um a a a, a beautiful chicken sandwich with with lettuce and tomatoes and special mayo, is that working? No. no. How would it be working uh, if you was at Subway m- making a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because what? Right. Because folks are paying you for what? Making the sandwich. That sandwich, that sandwich that you being that's being made is on the Sabbath. It's for you to um. It ain't being cooked. So as we all following what's going on, so that's dealing with the working. So make sure your kids understand that. Some um um get that off there. Shivana Jones? All right. Um, read verse three again. Verse three. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day take is the both, Sabbath of rest. Take, take, take these two. A holy convocation. Take your mama. Ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. Read on. These are the feasts of the Lord. Even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. Mm-hmm. In the fourteenth day. It said, These are the feasts um, of the Lord. Even holy convocations. Let you know these are holy convocations, right? Holy gatherings. And it says, Which shall be proclaimed in their seasons. So in the 23rd chapter of Leviticus, it's going to go over a lot of high holy days, right? Mm-hmm. But all these high holy days are at a certain time. It ain't like all them come is going to be celebrated today. Today we ain't celebrating Passover. We ain't cel- is we celebrating Passover, Tabernacles, Purim, um, Atonement? No, 
it's all in a specific time, right? Yeah. right. Just yeah. like Christmas, which we don't celebrate, right? Yeah. Anybody celebrate Christmas here? No. Okay, I, thank you. All right. So, but Christmas is a certain time of year. Is Christmas during, during the summer? No. It's always when? Winter. In the winter, right? Um, Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving in the summer? No. So, the, the structure outside the Bible, like those things come around at a certain time of year, is they get the concept from us. Our high holy days are at certain times of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So, so again, it's letting us know that he's going to tell us the days we're supposed to celebrate, when they're supposed to be celebrated, what we're supposed to celebrate, when we when, when we're supposed to celebrate it, what we're supposed to celebrate, and when we're supposed to celebrate it. Very important. Because if somebody said um, the Sabbath is on Wednesday, when is the Sabbath? On Saturday. Saturday. Hold on, I, I need somebody to tell me. Sh- Shema, over here on, on, on the mic. The Sabbath, the Sabbath is on Saturday. It start when? From sundown to sundown. Okay, who who can give me a little bit more details? Been Sonique, let me hear you. Um, it starts from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Right. So we know that according to what. Bible. The Bible. So, if somebody's saying that it start at another time, you like, well, no, you said the Sabbath, right? These these are the rules and guidelines to when the Sabbath is and how it's supposed to be kept. We know about the Passover because we're finna read about it. This is you said Passover. Passover's in the Bible. I right, what is the rules that pertain to the Passover? So forth and so on with our holidays, right? So uh, let's read. Let's call and reread again. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, and verse 4. Mm-hmm. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. Mm-hmm. In the 14th day of the first month. Oh, at- so hold on. So now the first thing we're getting is 14 days. He's throwing out a number, right? 14 days. Um, for the, On the 14th day of the first month. So now we have to know when is the first month. And when the first month is, we got to be able to count what? So many days. And that's going to land us where? In the Passover. Passover. So how do we um, know what what our month is? Shavon. By the, by the new moon. By the new moon. So now, now, if, let's say you was out in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Where it's very cold. Alaska's at the top of the um. US. At the top of the thing. Where's where the map? Is? <laughs> My daughter don't know where Alaska is. Pray for. Uh, Alaska is near Canada. Other side. That great speck. It ain't on there. Right there. Uh, Alaska's right here. Other. There we go. On the peck. This side. On the other side. Alaska. Yeah, it's up here. So say we up there, right? Very cold place. Mm-hmm. Say you're in Alaska or surrounded by snow. Mm-hmm. You don't have no watch. You don't have no phone. You don't have no calendar. No internet. You have nothing. Now, how would you be able to to know the dates or time? Um, I'm asking you, Sunni. Is there anything around you that you can use to try and gauge? Now we'll know 
um, daytime from nighttime because of what, Tanique? It's kind of obvious. Because the sun and moon. Well, you know it's daytime. Why? Because what? It's light outside. You can see. You know it's nighttime by what? When it's dark. That's very easy to be understood, right? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. everywhere in the earth. If this, if it's, if the sun is out or if it's daylight, you know it's the daytime. If ain't no daylight, it's dark. You might see a moon, some stars. It's what? Nighttime. Nighttime. So that's one thing that can't nobody change. No matter where you are on the earth. Those things are consistent, right? So if, okay, so we got day and night, right? So you you can see that, that that don't change ever. How would you try and gauge from what of when a month is going on? Shema, let me hear you. Uh, The mic is over here, Shema. You can count the days. How? You, You in Alaska? Mm-mm-mm. Ain't nothing around you. On the, on, the only thing you know now is, is is when the sun is up, that's daytime, and when it's dark, you can't see nothing. It's nighttime. So how would you try engage? Um, or, or how 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 would you be able to start trying to count days? One day, two day, three days, whatever. If evening is if evening to evening is is the, is. But how you know what month it is? Mm. Shavon. By the moon, by the new moon. By the moon. Because because when it, if because it, 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 when it's a new moon, it's the beginning of a month. There we go. That don't change nowhere, right? So if you're sitting in Alaska with with with, with nothing, that moon is up there. It's a new moon. It's a new month. When you see the moon, nice and bright, what? That's that. That's the new moon. So you know at that point. Okay, so this is the beginning of a month. So now I'm I'm starting. To, uh, so how we know what's a full day according to to the Bible? Who uh, can tell me that? Who can tell me a full day? Sh- Shemal, let, let me give you a try again. A day is twenty four hours. Which means what? Uh, evening to evening. Evening to evening, right? Good job. Give him give, 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 give him a round of applause. So I have this. I'm pull this up. Y'all see this? I have it on the screen. Evening, 12 hours. Morning, 12 hours equals one day, 24 hours. We all see that? These things don't change. It's biblical. It's in the Bible. And without the Bible closed with no book, you will still see that evidently outside every day. Every day. All right? So, so again, the Lord is telling us, getting back to what, what, uh, what are we talking about, dealing with the how, to, with Passover. How do we find out that it's Passover? So we're looking for the first month. Now, we know it's 12 months, right? Yeah. That make up one year. That's in the Bible, right? Yeah. So we're looking for that first month of the year, right? And when we identify that first month of the year, when it hit evening, we starting to count. So evening to evening the next day, that's one day. Evening to evening the next day, that's two days. And we're looking for what? That to happen 14 times. And on that 14th time at evening, we got what? Read, read verse um, 5 again. In the 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. Bam! 
now we got what? The Lord's Passover. Round of applause for that. Bam. So long as you did your job of teaching your child what daytime looked like, <laughs> what nighttime looked like, long as you did your due diligence in, in teaching your, ki- your child at least how to count to 30, If you don't taught your child what the sun looked like, what the moon looked like, they will be able to figure out some days, at least start to have a foundation how to figure what the Lord want us to know. Everybody following that? So let's go to the next verse. Let's get some more. And on the 15th day of So the- on the next day, because the 14th day, we celebrating what? Passover. We're getting our Passover on, right? We're getting our Passover on, right? And then verse 6 says what? And on the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So on the, on the, on the next day, we're celebrating what? Feast of Unleavened Bread. Quite simple, right? So watch this. Read, read on. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. So for seven days, seven days. You have to eat unleavened bread. Now, that's not the only thing you can eat. It ain't that I can't eat nothing else but a piece of unleavened bread. No. Every day for seven days, you have to eat a piece of unleavened bread. So, hold on. So, now let's talk about unleavened bread. Unleavened bread is very good. Mm. How many of y'all like unleavened bread? Unleavened bread, let's give a round of applause for unleavened bread. Round of applause for unleavened bread. Round of applause for unleavened bread. Hold on, real quick, real quick. Every Israelite child should have a favorite unleavened bread flavor. Everybody should have a favorite unleavened bread flavors. If you need some help with some unleavened bread, hit me up. My wife got a gang of different flavors and recipes. We can level you up on this. So real quick, parents, you just take a pause and be like, um, ask your child, what is your favorite unleavened bread flavor? I'm, I'm going to start my kids. Let, let me start with you, Salah. What's your favorite unleavened bread flavor? I want you to talk on the mic. Blueberry. Blueberry. Woo! Blueberry. Blueberry's good. That is a good one. So now, um, I, I, I have a very famous unleavened bread maker in my house. I want to bring up uh, my my most beautiful daughter, Sanaya, who makes a lot of the unleavened bread in my home. What is your favorite unleavened bread flavor? Lemon blueberry. What? Lemon blueberry. Oh, my goodness. Now, notice she she named two different flavors. You know, she she done she done elevated the game. She's mixing flavors in now to make that thing very 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 delicious. Okay, so um, Sonic, she makes some unleavened bread in the house too. What is your favorite flavor? C four. C four. Hold on. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That, I, don't, I don't know if they know what C four. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. Explain to the people what C four is, because they might think it's dynamite. It, we, we're not talking about. We ain't talking about kaboom, bang, blam. 
we, it's, it, this is another unique flavor. See, with the unleavened bread, uh, again, you should be excited about your children should be excited about unleavened bread. It's the most delicious thing in the world that the Most High gave to us, right? So, Sneak, please break down to the people very slowly. What is C for unleavened bread? Okay. You close to the mic. Pull, hey, Siobhan, you can push it up. It, it got handles. Push it up. C4 is four types of chocolate. Um, no. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Right. You mean? Uh, C4 is four types of chocolate. And plus Hold on. So C4 cheese. is four different types of chocolate? Yes. Hey, continue to explain to, to, to the people. Um, it's also with cream cheese and any other thing. Sometimes you don't give the recipe. We ain't, we ain't done the right <laughs> recipe yet. But it's four. The C is for chocolate. Mm-hmm. And the four is four different types of chocolate. Give me a round of applause. For my, 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 my. So, um, Shayvon. What's your um, favorite flavor of unleavened bread? Mm. It's many flavors that, 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 that that's done in this house. Ooh. The competition is thick. Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? Mm. Brownie, I guess. The brownie flavor? All right, all right, all right. All right. Okay, we can go with that. that that's, a, that's a strong contender. That's a very strong contender. Shavaya, help us out. What's, what's, this, what's, what's your favorite? Um, now, if it's, if it's the same as others, that's okay. But if you have your own special flavor that, that you like, please share with the people. Um, my, favorite, the my, favorite, my favorite flavor is caramel. <gasps> That is a good flavor. That is a that's a very that's a very good flavor. Okay, um, Shazai Magabi, come over here. Help. What's what is your favorite unleavened bread flavor? No, we only need one. No, no, no. We, we, I'm pretty sure everybody got about five different flavors they like. We only need one. We ain't giving the people too much. Uh, I like. Uh, I'll give. I like. C seven. C seven. C seven. Is it a such thing as a C seven? Yeah, 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 sir. C seven. I now I don't think I ever heard of the C seven. That's something. How many times y'all fixed the C seven? No, it's, only it's twice. Time. Only two times. Yes, so it, uh, uh, what is C seven? Um, we got uh, now. Uh, so Sunit told us what C four is. Please let us know what C seven <clears throat> like the days of creation. <laughs> Ooh, what, what is C seven? C seven is C seven is a juicy. Tastes, tastes gooey. Eleven bread. I made myself. Don't take it. Woo! Did he say juicy? Did he say juicy? All right, I like juicy. Wait a minute. Shema, Shema. Have an episode. You're the last one uh, up here. We don't want to go too, too, too long on this. But uh, uh, again, I hope you have special unleavened bread. Flavors in your house. 
that your kids are excited about and that they love. It's something that the Lord gave us. All right. Um, so, so, so Shammai, let us know what is your favorite unleavened bread flavor? C5. Mm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. As, as you can see, chocolate is very, very, very praised in this house. We have a C4, we have a C7, and we have a C5. Please explain to everyone what um, this C5 actually is, Shema. C5 is chocolate and caramel. Oh, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know some of y'all might be hungry now. And I'm We have unleavened bread. I hope you have unleavened. Guess what? Just the flavors mentioned, that's more than enough unleavened bread flavors to make it seven days for oh, sure. Yeah. Seven days shouldn't be a problem with these kind of beautiful, what'd you say? Juicy flavors, right? So again, mm, let me just, I gotta get something to drink. I'm, 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 I'm hungry. My, 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 my. All right. So, again, um, uh, uh, and, and, and the reason why we stopped and talked about beautiful unleavened bread flavors is because we just read in the book of Leviticus. Call and read it again for me. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, and verse 6. I, on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto mm-hmm. the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. So, for seven days, we are to eat unleavened bread. So I hope you got some beautiful unleavened bread recipes. If not, you can DM me. Hey, House of Ramya, um, we, we we got the flavors on deck. We got the recipes on deck. And we ain't taxing nobody. We give you the free recipe how to how to do it. Just DM, PM, DM, what, what, how do I just, inbox, ask us, and we got you, all right? Mm-hmm. But um, for seven days, you have to have a piece of unleavened bread. But also during the seven days, you cannot have leavened bread. So anything that got yeast in it, it's a, hold on, hold on. Let me play the, the, um, the, um, what you call it? You can't have none of that stuff for seven days. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. Anything with leaven, anything with yeast, can't have it for seven days. All right. So, but there's a lot of different foods that you can eat. For seven days, and if you want to know what they is, once again, trying to keep it very um kitty, hit hit us up. We can give you some ideas just in case this your first time or you're not really familiar with it. All right, but seven days you get to enjoy some yummy, yummy in your tummy unleavened bread. So let's keep reading. In the in the first day, ye shall have an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. So the first day is a sabbath. Holy convocation means you get together with your brothers and your sisters and you keep the Lord's Passover. Beautiful. And what do verse 8 say now? But ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord seven days. Mm-hmm. In the seventh day is in holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. So the first and the last day is a Sabbath. We can't be working. So we can't be, be doing what? 
service. We can't be working for money. Right? So guess what? Now, do, what what is the offering by fire made? So do we supposed to be, do we still sacrifice? No. Do 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 uh, we have a temple? We got some 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 Levites to some priests. We got some turtle doves. No, no, we don't we, we don't sacrifice no more. We don't touch that. That's that's broken down in the book of Hebrews, the eleventh chapter. We don't touch that a little bit later. But um, when this was originally instituted. Us, the Israelites, we did sacrifice. We did do the sacrificing. All right. So um, from now, let's go. Let's 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 find out how we got to this beautiful Passover. Let's go to the book of Exodus. We don't go to the book of Exodus, chapter one, and we got a few chapters to read, and we and, and we don't get through it fast. We don't make it fun, make it um kitty where everybody can understand what's going on. Um, let's let's start with verse one. The book of Exodus chapter 1 and verse 1. Mm-hmm. Now these are the names of the children of Israel, which came into Egypt. And where, who can tell me what Egypt is again? <gasps> Sanaya, let me hear you. Africa. Where at, specifically in Africa? Like a, what? No, where, he just said it, where? Egypt. Say Egypt on the mic, girl. <laughs> Egypt. There we go, round of applause for her. All right, let's continue. And every man and his household came with Jacob. And every man and his household came with Jacob. All right, our forefather, read. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Uh-huh. Issachar, Zebulon, and Benjamin. Uh-huh. Dan, Ibnethali, Gad, and Asher. Uh-huh. And, the soul, and all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were 70 souls. For Joseph was in Egypt already. Oh, so the whole family, big family was up in Egypt, right? Came in. Let's keep reading. And Joseph died. Joseph passed away. And all his brethren. And all his brothers. And all that generation. And all that generation, all right? And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. So the Lord let him know that over a course of time, the Israelites, what? Multiply. We expanded. We grew. There was a whole bunch of us. Everybody understand that? So it wasn't just 70 people no more. It was millions of us. All right? So watch this. Let's let's keep reading. Now there rose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. So a whole new dynasty, a whole new family. Because remember, we, we're not Egyptians, we Israelites. We were just living in their land, right? So guess what? A new rulership power came into place there, right? Mm-hmm. Read. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. So that leader said, wait a minute. It's a whole bunch of Israelites around here. It's more Israelites than Egyptians. That's a problem. Because we're supposed to be ruling them. We're supposed to be the big dogs, the leaders. Read. Come come on, let us deal wisely with them. Let's, Let's they- come up with a plan. Mm, scratch the head. Mm. Let's come up with a plan. Now, is they, now let's see. Is they finna come up with a good plan on how to be friends and 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 work together, mm. or is they gonna come up with an evil diabolical plan? Let's find out. 
Thus they multiply, and it came to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. <laughs> Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them. So with their wait burdens. a minute, they came up with a bogus plan against us. Did we do anything to them? No. We're, we're, no. We leave here. They just didn't like like us because what? We was an Egyptian, and it was a whole lot of us. So they said, you know what? We got to come up with a plan to, to do something with them because they might turn against us, right? Read on. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramses. So guess what? They made the Israelites what? Slaves. Mm. Sound very familiar, though, right? Very sad. Mm. But trust me, by the end of this, you're gonna be smiling real big, showing your teeth. <laughs> Let's keep reading. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Hold on. So the more. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Round of applause for that, right there. You can't keep us down. <laughs> So the more that they treated us badly, the more we grew, the more people the Lord put in the earth, right? So let's keep reading. And they were grieved because of the children. And they were mad. They was angry. They was very angry. They said our plan is not working. So guess what happened next? Read. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage mm-hmm. in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. So they made them work very, very difficult jobs. Mm. Back-breaking jobs. Because they was what? Slaves, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm, let's keep reading. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of one was Shifra, the name of the other Pua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon so the So real stools, quick, um, who can tell me what a midwife is? Hmm. Shavaya, let me hear you. A midwife is a person who delivers babies. Oh, round applause! Yeah. A midwife is that, that's that, that's that's what we have. A couple of my daughters plan on being midwives. So I'll be a dope. So I'll be nice. And what you know, be um, uh, Salah. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the microphone. I am being a midwife. That's right. Give her a round of applause. She's going to live with some babies. She's going to live with some babies. So here we go. Um, call and read. Where, where, where are you at? The book of Exodus chapter 1 and verse 16. And okay. he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. If it be a daughter, then she shall live. So now, guess what? This Pharaoh is telling him, Hey, if it's a, a son, a boy, kill him. If it's a girl, keep her alive. That's very bad, right? Mm. Let's keep reading. But the midwives feared God 
and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. Yeah! So guess what? They was told to do something, but did they do it? Nope. Not happening. And that was a beautiful thing. That was a, a that was a, a, a honorable thing, right? Let's keep reading. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing? And saved the men children alive. And the midwives said unto the Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. So they didn't get the outcome that they want to have. <laughs> so what? Read on. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. Yeah! So guess what? They couldn't stop us. They couldn't stop us. They couldn't stop us. So guess what? They, and the more things were looking real bad for us, we kept growing and growing and growing. Let's keep reading. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Shemaiah, uh, switch your brother. Excellent job, Sister Shavon. reading. Headphones, put the headphones on. <clears throat> Call and read it. Uh, the book of Exodus, chapter... Two. Chapter two. <clears throat> and there went a man of the house of Levi, and took a wife, a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived a bare son. And when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. Three months, Okay. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes mm. and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. So um, this woman put a baby inside what is known today a bassinet. <laughs> mm, okay, let's keep reading. And his sister stood afar off. To wit, what would be done to him? Mm -hmm. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. Mm -hmm. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the the baby wept. Man, the baby was crying. Read. And she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrew ch children. Hey, it was one of the what? Hebrew children. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. Mm-hmm. And, and Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me. I will give thee thy wages. Mm -hmm. And the woman took the child and nursed it. Mm -hmm. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. And she called his name Moses. Called his name what? Moses. Moses. Ah, round of applause for Moses. <laughs> so it, it, that was Moses, right, Reed? And she said, because I drew him out of the water. Mean drawn out of the water, read. 
And it came to pass in those days when Moses was ground, that he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens. And he spied an Egyptian smiting a Hebrew, one of his brethren. Mm -hmm. And he looked this way and that way. And when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hid him. So now y'all see, oh, we got a situation going on. So Moses saw two of his fellow Israelites, his fellow Hebrews, getting into a disagreement. Mm. Right? Mm. And one of them looked to the side, looked over that way, and what he did, Shema? He, he slew. He, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. Mm-hmm. And, and when he went out the second day, behold, two of Two men of the Hebrews. I'm sorry. The first situation, he saw one of his brother kill an Egyptian, one of one of the slave masters. Right. Yes. Read, I read verse eleven. I'm sorry. I mean verse thirteen. And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. Now this is when the second time he was out, he saw two brothers, two Hebrews, getting into it, having a disagreement. Read. And he said, he said to him that did the wrong. Wherefore smittest thou thy fellow? Why is you hitting on your brother? Read. And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Who who made you a ruler over me? You can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mama. You ain't my daddy. <laughs> right? Read. Intendest thou to kill me as thou killedest the Egyptian? Mm-hmm. And Moses feared. And said, "Surely this thing is known." Mm-hmm. Now, when Pharaoh, so the folks knew that 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 um, Moses did what he killed an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep reading. Now, when Moses heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. When Oops. Pharaoh heard this, Moses supposedly got put to death. Huh? Wanted. Read. Mm-hmm. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. So Moses ran away, right? Read. Now the priest of Midian has seven daughters. Mm -hmm. And they came and drew water and filled the trucks to water their father's flock. Mm -hmm. And the shepherds came and drove them away. But Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. So so this Midianite, his daughters was trying to get water to water their flock. And there was some... Um, what's a good word we can use? Meanies. Some bullies. bullies trying to bully someone. And Moses fixed all that bullying very quick. Round of applause for Moses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Moses held it down. Read, read on. And when they came to Ruel their father, he said, How is it that ye are come so soon today? And they said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds, and also drew water enough for us, and watered the flock. So they thought Moses was an Egyptian. Now Moses was a Hebrew. Specifically, he was a Levite, right? Mm. So so why did they say that he was an Egyptian? Mm. Mm, Shavaya, let me hear you. Because of his clothing. Because of the clothing. Round of applause for Shavaya. The Egyptians dressed a certain way and they also wore makeup. Sadly. Um that was part of their culture. That's that that's their thing. All right. Um let's 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 keep reading. And he said unto his daughters, And where is he? Why is it that ye have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. 
And Moses was was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses Zipporah his daughter. So Moses married the daughter of this Mennonite, Zipporah. Read. And she bared him a son. They had a son. And he called his name Gershom. Gershom, okay. For he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried. And, they, and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. Mm-hmm. And God, hearing their groan, Groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. So Israel, so Israel, so the children of Israel was was things were getting real bad, and they was crying to to God, saying, "Hey, we need some help. Deliver us, help us." Right. Next chapter. Now Moses. Let's read a little bit faster. Now Moses kept the flock of of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest mm-hmm. of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even unto, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a, in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire. And the bush was not consumed. So that's a famous thing that you see whenever they tell re- retell a story. You see uh, something burning, but not burning up. It's just on fire, right? Mm-hmm. Let's keep reading. And Moses said, "I will, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned." Mm-hmm. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush, said, "Moses, Moses," and he said. Here am I. So let's jump forward. So so um um the most high now is giving Moses the instructions of what he wants him to do, right? Mm-hmm. So um he, he had the, the, the Lord instructed Moses that he wanted him to go back to what? Egypt. Egypt and to do what? Deliver the children of Israel out of the hands of Pharaoh, right? Mm-hmm. Um let's jump to um chapter four. And, Merz, and Moses answered and said, But behold, they will, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him. So Moses now, because um, um, there's a lot of reading, we want to jump ahead. So now you're having a, a, a conversation with the Most High saying, I don't know if I'm the guy for this job. And he presented a lot of different excuses and reasons why he might not be the person fit for this job. But guess what? The Most High said, nah, 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 you are my man. I'm choosing you to do this big, big, great task of leading the children of Israel out of hard bondage, right? So let's jump. Let's let's see what happened when Moses made it back to Egypt. I want you to read. Hold on, I want you to read. Read chapter 5. Let's, let's, let's go down. And Hold I, on, we want to go there. Wait, 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 wait. Jump to chapter, because this is a lot of reading. Um, let's, let's, let's do chapter 7. Chapter 7, verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Mm-hmm. 
Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh, that he send the children of Israel out of his land. Mm -hmm. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and multiply my signs and my wonders in mm -hmm. the land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt, and bring forth my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. Mm-hmm. And the Egyptians. So guess what? The Mosad already told Moses, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. So Moses already knew that no matter what happened, the Israelites are getting up out of Egypt. The Lord is going to do a whole lot of different things. And at the end of it, we out. Yes. Right? So watch this. And the Egyptians shall not. Let's jump forward some, um, Shemal. Um, jump to chapter. Let's get into the first plague. How about that? Mm. Let's read chapter 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Go unto Pharaoh. Go to Pharaoh. And say unto him, Thus said the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Mm -hmm. And if thou refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all thy borders with frogs. Wait a minute. Ribbit, ribbit. So he was going to smite Egypt with what? Frogs, amphibians. Frogs. Mm, let's keep reading. And the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up and come into thy house. So it was going to be frogs all in your house, hopping around. Oh. Right? Read on. And into thy bedchamber, mm -hmm. and upon thy bed, and into the house of thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thine ovens. So if you're trying to fix you a sandwich... It was going to be a frog on top of your food. Ribbit. Ew. Read. And into thy kneading troughs. And, and, and the things that you use to make food with. So you're trying to mix up some unleavened bread and there's a frog in there. Frogs everywhere. Yeesh. How many of y'all like frogs? You like frogs? You you like frogs enough to have like a million of them in your house? Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. I at least I like to at least I don't like to at least only have one. What about a million? Uh, no. Thousand? No. A hundred? No. How about fifty? No. Twenty? No. Ten? No. Ten is too many frogs? No. no. It's not that bad. Well, I, I would at least only keep one. Okay, let's keep reading. <clears throat> and the frogs shall come up both on thee and upon thy people and upon all thy servants. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying to Aaron, Stretch forth thy hand with thy rod over mm -hmm. the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. Read on. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me mm -hmm. and from my people, and I will let the people go, and that they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. And Moses said to Pharaoh, Glory over me. 
When shall I entreat for thee and for thy servants and for thy people to destroy the frogs from thee and thy houses, that they may remain in the river only? Mm -hmm. And he said, Tomorrow, and he said, Be it according to thy word, Mm. that thou mayest know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. And the frogs shall depart from thee and from thy houses and from thy servants and from thy people and shall remain in the river only. And Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh, and Moses cried unto the Lord because of the frogs which he had brought against Pharaoh. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses, and the frog died out, and the frogs died out of the houses, out of the villages, and out of the fields. And mm. they gathered them together upon heaps, and the land stank. Mm. Now imagine a millions upon millions of dead frogs. Ew. So let's keep reading. But when Pharaoh saw that there was respite, he hardened his heart and hearkened not unto them, Mm -hmm. as the Lord hath said. And the Lord says, Fasten, fasten, refasten. And the Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the dust of the land, that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Lice. Do we what? Do, do we know what lice is? No. Nope. Who know what lice is? Lice. Shavon. Lice is an infection inside your scalp. What type of? What is it? Lice. Like tiny bugs, parasitic bugs, tons of them in your hair. So it's is is it is these nice little bugs you say coochie coochie coochie? No. no. These are itchy bugs that make you be like that you be smacking off and killing. Yes? So these are uh, these are uncomfortable, annoying bugs, right? Read. Throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the earth, and it became lice in man and in beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice upon man and upon beast. Mm-hmm. Then the magicians said unto Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he hearkened not unto them, mm-hmm. as the Lord had said. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning, and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to to the water, and say unto him, Thus said the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Else, if thou wilt not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thy houses. And the houses of the Egyptians shall be full Mm. of swarms of flies. Flies, ew. And also the ground whereon they are. And I was server in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarm of flies shall be there. To the end thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. And I will put division be between my people and thy people. Tomorrow shall this sign be. And the Lord did so. And there came a grievous swarm of flies into the house of Pharaoh, and and into his servant's house, and into the uh, into all the land of Egypt. The land was corrupted by reason of the swarm of flies. And Moses and Pharaoh called for Moses and for Aaron and said. 
Go ye, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not, it is not meet so to do. For we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to, to the Lord our God. Lo, shall we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes? And will they not stun us? We will, we, we will go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, as he shall command us. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go, that ye may sac- sacrifice to, to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only ye shall go not very far away and treat for me. And Moses said, Behold, I will go from thee, and I will entreat the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart from the fair, that the flies of that the swarm of flies may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people tomorrow. But let not Pharaoh deal deceitfully any more and not letting the people go to sacrifice unto the Lord. And Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord did according uh, according to the word of Moses. And he removed the swarm of flies from Pharaoh and his servants and from his people. There remained not one. And Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also. Neither would he let the people go. So guess what? Good job reading. Give him a round of applause. Good job, Shemai. So check it out. The Lord jacked them up with a lot of plagues, right? A lot of plagues. A total of what? Like 10 plagues he hit them with. He jacked them up, right? For doing his children wrong. Doing, doing the children of Israel wrong, right? So chapter 11, I want you to read um, um, Shavaya. Chapter 11. Chapter Exodus chapter 11 verse 1 And the Lord said to Moses Yet will I bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt Afterwards he will let you go hence When he shall let you go he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether Speak now in the ears of the people And let every man bow of his neighbor And every woman of her neighbor Jews of silver and Jews of gold So the Lord now telling them Hey Go ask the Egyptians for their jewelry. <laughs> Get their rings, their necklaces, their bling bling, their ice. Right, Rick? And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of, of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man. So the Lord put on the Egyptian house to give. So you said, hey man, can I get your Rolex? Sure. Thank you. How about your train? Sure. Thank you. How about all your rings? Sure. They was getting everything, Rick. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, in the sight of the people. Mm-hmm. So but Moses was that man. He had a lot of respect amongst everybody, right? And Moses said, Thus said the Lord, About midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt. So at midnight, the Lord said that he was going to go out and do what? And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. That was in, He was done sending a, 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 a deaf angel to come and kill all the firstborns. From the firstborn of Pharaoh that sits upon his throne, even to the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. Read on. 
But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that ye may know how the Lord doth play difference between the Egyptian and Israel. So um, uh, on a side note, it has to be clearly understood by your child that we are not all the same. I know they try and tell us we are all human beings and give us a lot of desensitizing um, titles and terms. But from the Most High God, there's a difference between the Israelites and everybody else. I'm going to say it again. There's a difference between us and every other race or nationality of people. And that's not nothing to be ashamed of. That's not nothing to be embarrassed about. That's a thing to be like, hip, hip, hooray. I'm supposed to be happy. Yeah. Excited that we are the Israelites. We're God's chosen people, correct? So let's keep reading. And all these thy servants shall come down unto me and bow down themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out, and all the people that follow thee. And after that I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in a great anger. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken to you, that all my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh. And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. Round of applause for Shavai. Excellent reading. All right. Shavai, next chapter. So chapter 12, we're getting to the Passover now. What happened in the Passover? Let's, let's, let's read this. Hey, read a little bit faster, faster for me. The book of Exodus, chapter 12 and, and verse 1. Mm-hmm. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Uh-oh, wait a minute. So now again, the Lord has given us what? Time and dates, right? Yep. He said what again? Call and read again. The book of Exodus, chapter 12 and verse 2. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. This should be the beginning of months. Similar to what we read in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, right? We're looking for the first month. That first new moon. Because month is the new moon, all right? Read. It shall be the first month of the year to you. This is the beginning. That's why uh, when the first new moon, we said it was what? Happy New Year. It's the first month of the year, right? Read. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take In to the them. In the tenth day of this month. Check this out. Now we're getting, he's giving us dates now. Read. They shall take to, they shall take to them every man a lamb. A what? A lamb. A what? Lamb. How many of y'all like lamb? Hold on. I don't hear y'all. How many of y'all like lamb? We don't show y'all some of this beautiful lamb a little bit later. Mm. We got some very beautiful, very juicy lamb to eat. I hope you do too. Read. In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Mm-hmm. 
And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Mm -hmm. Every man according to his eating shall make your shall make your count for the lamb. Mm -hmm. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. So again, the Lord let us know we're supposed to have lamb, and then he's letting us know what type of lamb it is we can have, all right, on what what type of condition. Some is able to um, grow their lambs or able to find somebody to grow lambs and be able to fulfill this. Nonetheless, no matter what um, estate you find yourself in, Make sure you got you some good lamb ready on deck. All right, Rick. And ye shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. Mm -hmm. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Mm -hmm. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat. So that's that's when you you see a lot of pictures where they put the blood. Um, outside on the panel or the frame of the entrance of the house, all right, around the door, Rick. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire. And that it's supposed to be roasted with fire. That means that you have to put that thing on the grill, all right, or some form of grilling. You don't pose a bullet. <laughs> roast with fire. I mean, a flame of fire, you got to touch that lamb. According to the customs, the rules of the Passover, right, Rick? And they shall eat the flesh in that night. Roast you should eat that flesh that night. In with roast with fire. So you got you got um the un the, you got the lamb roasted with fire, Rick. And unleavened bread. And that what? Unleavened bread. Ooh, that unleavened bread. Whatever flavor you want to have. Whatever flavor you want to have, all right, Reed? And with bitter herbs, they and shall eat it. And with the bitter herbs, all right, they shall eat it. We should eat it. Read on. Eat not of it raw. You can't eat that lamb raw, okay, Reed? Nor sodden at all with water. That's being boiled, all right? <laughs> so it's a certain way that we consume the lamb, right? It has mm-hmm. to be cooked. Fully cooked by fire, not boiled, okay, not raw, okay, read. But roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. Read on. And, and ye shall let nothing of it remain unto the morning. So when it comes to this lamb, you got to eat it tonight. Whatever you don't consume tonight, it got to go in the garbage. You can't have leftovers. No leftover lamb. All right, so you got to be mindful of how much of the portion that you cook. I got a whole bunch of kids in my house, so this lamb that we got is finna disappear. Yummy, yummy, not tummy. Yummy, 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 and not tummy. (laughs) All right, let's keep going. And that which remaineth of it unto the morning, ye shall burn with fire. Mm -hmm. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Mm -hmm. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Keep on reading. 
For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. Mm -hmm. I am the Lord. I am the Lord, Reed. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. You see that? So the, the, the Passover was the Lord passing over um, us to deliver us because he was doing a lot of judgment for everybody else. But we, the Israelites who obeyed, it passed over us. Therefore, we have the Passover. All right, read on. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. And the Lord said, this day is a memorial. What is not a memorial? What is a memorial? Uh, Shemai, let me hear you. A memorial can be like a holiday or a statue of someone. What does the word memorial mean? Forever. Mm. Uh, Sonique, let me hear you. Memorial means a celebration. A celebration. Um, I'm looking for something else. to start with an R. Like um, something to remember. To remember. Round of applause. Good job, everyone. Else. To remember. 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 What are we remembering? What the Most High did for us in the land of Egypt. Our deliverance. Our Passover. Read. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to it the Lord. It shall be kept as a feast. To the Lord throughout your generations. Throughout your generations mean me, myself, my kids, they kids, their 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 you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. And it should be kept according to these laws that we read in the scriptures. All right. According to these ordinances, these rules. All right. Read Seven. forever. So this stuff don't change. A lot of folks want to um, update it, um, want to um, change it to their liking. That's not how the Passover is set up. The Lord set that thing up already so we don't have to have no guesswork. Just go about what he said um, What he said to do. Period. Read. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Seven days you can eat that beautiful, juicy, flavorous unleavened bread. All praise. Read. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. So now this is another thing. I pray everybody um, doesn't get removed. Anything that got leaven in it out of your house. Talk about things that you eat, consumed as food. It must have been have to be removed um, out your house. It should have been already gone. But if you didn't know, um, you're just hearing this right now. Start going through your cabinets and your fridge ready now and get it all out. Throw it in the garbage immediately. All right. Voila, all gone. So um, let's 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 keep reading. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. So we got to make sure that for these seven days, we're not um, eating any type of things that got yeast in and got leaven. That's bread. All right. So we got to make sure that all that stuff is not that is not in our house, first and foremost. And secondly, that for these seven days, we don't consume that. So um, your burgers, your, your, your cakes, your, your cupcakes. Um, Anthony got yeast, all right, or leaven in it. It's a no-no for seven days, all right? No, no, 
No, no, no. So let's keep reading. And in the first day there shall be an holy convocation, and in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No matter of work shall be done in them. So the first and the last day is a holy gathering. I mean, you get together with everybody and party. All right, read. No manner of work shall be done in them, mm-hmm. save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And ye shall observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Feast of Unleavened Bread, read. For in the self same day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. In the, in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at even, ye shall eat unleavened bread. Until the one and twentieth day of the month at even. Mm. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. Seven days you can't have no leaven in your house. All right. So don't go grocery shopping and get your leaven and stuff. Wait till the seven days is up. All right, read. For whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, mm-hmm. whether he be a stranger or born in the land. You shall eat nothing leavened, and all your habitations shall eat unleavened bread. All right, so we got to make sure that we're eating the unleavened bread, not leaven, for seven days. All right, jump down to verse 26 for me. And it, and it shall come to pass. And it's going to come to pass. When, when your children shall say unto you, what mean ye by this service? So it, this is something that's not just supposed to be done by adults. This shouldn't be only when it's time for um, Passover that um, the teaching of it is strictly where only grown folks can understand it. We're giving all these deep um, breakdowns and maps and big words that little kids are not. Now, man, you the adults, that's fine. That's we're, we're, we're of a certain level of understanding to comprehend all that. But for little ones like I have, that's well above their understanding. So, but but guess what? They supposed to have an understanding of this glorious high holy day as well. So you have to be able to bring things out not only for adults but also for what the children, for the kids. And if you not, if you have not been doing that, shame on you. It's time to change it up and get it right. All right. So watch this. Um, if the Lord said what? Uh, call call and read it again for me. The book of Exodus, chapter 12, and verse 26. Mm-hmm. And it shall come to pass when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? So your child should be asking you, What is Passover, mommy? What is Feast of Unleavened Bread, daddy? What They should know what unleavened bread is. If these things are not, uh, are not acknowledged, then it's time for you to change it up and upgrade yourself. Learn these things. If you don't know about unleavened bread, once again, you can hit me up. You can hit my wife. It's, we got recipes for days. And it don't cost you nothing. It's free, 99. Free. Free. All you got to do is reach out again to get the information. All right? Um, let's keep reading. That ye shall say, it is the service of the Lord's Passover. It is a sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. Read who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt mm-hmm. when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses and the people bowed the head and worshiped. You see that? I want you to read again what Passover. Yo, you have to be able to let your child, no matter what age they is, um, again, in some kind of way. I mentioned earlier the different cartoons that kind of give a, 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 a somewhat synopsis 
of all this history in a kiddie form where a child can kind of get the idea of what this whole thing is all about. But nonetheless, your child's supposed to uh, um, be inquisitive of what is Passover? What is Feast of Eleven Bread? And they have to understand that the meaning of it is what? In verse 27 again. That ye shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. This is what the Lord did for us. The Most High God, our power did for us, read. Who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt. He passed over our forefathers and foremothers in history before, read. When he smote the Egyptians. And he killed a specific people that was oppressing us, read. And delivered our houses. And delivered us out of the bondage underneath those people. That's a glorious piece of history. That's something that's worthy to be repeated. That's something worthy to be remembered. That's something worthy to be celebrated. All praises for for, for the Passover. Read on. And the people bowed the head and worshipped. So watch this. I want you to jump to... I want you to jump ahead. I want you to read um, from there, from there, from there. Um, you, you Exodus chapter one through thirteen um, kind of give you the whole story of what um, the history of Passover and the leading up to it, um, and again the reiterating again of how it is kept, what to eat, so forth and so on. Um, let's jump to the book of Luke. The book of Luke. Um, chapter 22. I want you to read, read, read this for me, Sunit. The book of Luke, chapter 22, starting verse 1. Let's go. Luke, chapter 22, verse 1. Now the Feast of Eleven Bread drew nigh which is called the Passover. Mm-hmm. And the chief priests and scribes saw how they might So again, verse 1. Remember, the, the Passover is the first day from evening to evening, right? The, the next um, seven days, after the next six days after that is um, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, all right? So Passover is the first day. Passover ain't the whole seven days, <laughs> All right, Passover is the first day. The next following days after that, all right, um, totaling in seven is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. All right, verse two again. Call and read it. Luke chapter 22 and verse two. And the chief, read it to the mic, Snake. Luke chapter 22 and verse two. And the chief priests and the scribes saw how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Mm-hmm. They entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot. So, so jumping forward, we're going now to when our, our, our king... Christ was what? Keeping the Passover as well. And let you know, it's a certain thing that went down during Passover with our Lord and Savior. Read. Being the, of the number of the twelve, he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him. So we all know about Judas Iscariot who betrayed Christ our King. Read. And they were glad and con- convenient to give him money. Mm-hmm. And he promised and saw opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. They came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. Mm-hmm. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover, that we may eat. Mm-hmm. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered 
into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entered in. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house, The master said unto thee, Where is the guest chamber, where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he said, Shew you a large upper room furnished. There make ready. Mm-hmm. And they went and found as he had said unto them. And they made ready the Passover. They made ready the Passover, right? And when the hour has, was come, he sat down and with the twelve apostles. So with Christ him. sat down with his twelve um, disciples, right? Um, and when the hour was come, he said, yeah, And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Mm-hmm. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until I be fulfilled into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took the bread and gave thanks and brake it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the so cup. this is the what what is known in the Christian church as communion, <laughs> um, but we we know it as the breaking of bread. All right, so so Christ is breaking bread um, with his disciples. Read. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goeth, as it was determined. But woe unto the man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to inquire among themselves, which of them is was that should do this thing. And there was also a strife among them, which... Of them shall be accounted the greatest. Mm-hmm. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lord, lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. Mm-hmm. And ye shall not be so. But? But ye shall not be so. But he that is greater, greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief, and he that doth serve. For whether is greater, he that sitteth at me, or he that serveth. So Christ, uh, uh, they was having a, a, a little debate about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. And Christ let them know the greatest person is one that is a servant. And that's a very important thing to take out, um, one of the things to take out as we continue to read, that Christ, we have to make sure that we are servants. Um, remember the discussion was who's going to be the greatest, Who's going to be have the big name, the big position, the status, the recognition? And Christ said it's not about that. It's about servanthood. It's about servanthood, being there for brothers, being there for sisters, being there for your people, being there for your family. All right? So let's never forget that. Contrary to all the trickery, dickery, docs things going on, let's never forget that we're supposed to be servants. Teach your kids that they have to focus on being servants. That's in the Bible. And being a servant is not popular. The popularity, that recognition, is going to come in that day. But focus on being a servant. All right, read. Luke chapter 22, verse 27. Mm-hmm. For whether is greater he that sitteth at me or that he serveth, mm-hmm. is not he that sitteth at me, 
for I am among you as he that serveth. Mm. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. Mm -hmm. And I appoint you unto you a kingdom, as my Father has appointed unto me, mm -hmm. that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. So Christ was letting um, Simon know that Satan desired him, that Satan was going to be after him, because he is the one to be set up to be the leader. That's Peter. Right, Rick? But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen my, thy brethren. Mm -hmm. And he said unto the Lord, Lord, I am ready to go with thee, both to prison and to death. So he said, Lord, I'm ready to, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm willing to die. He said, Peter, we don't, you next to be the leader. What you mean you want to die? You can't die. You're supposed to lead. Let, letting you know that's very important to know your position in place. And to fulfill your position in place that the Most High done put, put specifically for you, right? Read. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. So he let him know, Peter, you don't deny me three, three, three times, read on. And he said unto them, when I sent you without purse or script or in shoes, lack ye anything? Mm -hmm. And they said nothing. Then he said he unto them, But now he that had a purse, let him take it, and likewise his script. And he hath no sword, let him sell his garment and mm -hmm. buy one. For I say unto you, that this that is written must be yes, must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned amongst the transgressors, for the thing concerning me have an end. Mm -hmm. And they said, Lord, behold, there are, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. Mm -hmm. And he came out and went. And as he was wont and to the Mount of Olives, he and his disciples also followed him. And when he sat in his place, he said unto them, pray thee ye enter not into temptation. Mm -hmm. He said, he was withdrawn from them about a stone cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Mm -hmm. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was at it where great drops of blood fall to the ground. Mm -hmm. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, let us, let ye enter into temptation. Mm -hmm. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? When they which were about him saw that what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, Shall we smite with the sword? And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Mm. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, Be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves? When I was daily with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me. But this is your hour, 
and the power of darkness. So uh, we're going to start right there. Um, excellent job reading, Sunique. Give a round of applause. So it's very important. Why is that? Why is that mentioned? Because during Passover, Feast of Eleven Bread, it's not uncommon for drama, for issues, for um, evilness to be being done around our people that our people are performing. That's nothing new. These things written the fourth time was written for our learner. Right? We read that in Romans fifteen and four. We have to know that what happened to our Lord and Savior was around this time when they should have been remembering the great acts that the most high did for us as a, his chosen nation of people. They was busy trying to put his son to death. He was being betrayed. So we have to make sure that all these very various elements is some kind of way, um, taught and articulated and understood in some form to our children, because this is all a part of our glorious history. The good things and the bad things that happened. Both is equally important to be understood. First Corinthians, we almost done. And happy Passover, happy Feast of Unleavened Bread, happy Sabbath to everybody. I pray everybody is getting it in. Um, we want First Corinthians chapter five. All I want is six to eight. First Corinthians chapter five. The book of First Corinthians chapter five and verse six. Your glorifying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. So he said, "Your glorifying." Now it ain't. It, it. Obviously, this had to be some type of wicked glorifying because he connected it to leaven, and leaven is synonymous with sin, right? So uh, we have to be mindful that the way that we are caring about things, that it's not in a sinful way or sinish looks like sin. Ain't sin, but man, you're making this look real bad. We have to be mindful of how we carry things, how we talk about things, how we communicate things. All right. Read on. Watch this. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven. So we have to make sure that we purge out, therefore, the old leaven. Any of the old things, sins, um, bitterness, hangups, issues. We have to let a lot of this stuff go. I know it's hard. A lot of things we have to let go. You have to teach your kids how to let things go, to not hold grudges, not to um, to be bitter, to be spiteful, um, revengeful. Okay. Um, all these emotions are, are, are accurate. It's in the Bible. It's, it's going to happen. But again, we're commanded to carry ourselves a certain way as God's chosen people. Does everybody understand that? Read. That ye may be a new lump. That ye may be a new creature, new person. Right? Read. As ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. So Christ is, I remember, Christ did die for the nation of Israel. He is our sacrificial. He is our Passover. Read on. Verse 8. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Therefore, we supposed to keep this feast, this Passover, this feast of unleavened bread. Read. Not with old leaven. Not with old leaven. Not with no old beef, strifes, resentments, old feelings. A lot of this stuff we got to let go. We have to let a lot of things go to the Lord's Passover. It's a new day. We have to let a lot of stuff go. All right, read. Neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness. Neither with the leaven of malice and would not. Man, you, it'd be a lot of people who are 
keeping the Passover with a whole lot of malice and with a whole lot of wickedness. And that's between them and the Lord. If the Lord's going to acknowledge that Passover that they say they keep it. But as you keep your Passover, as you as we keep our Passover, we can't keep it in the spirit of having malice. We can't have it in the spirit of trying to um, be wicked, perpetuate wickedness. As we see right now, it was believing brothers and sisters that was doing that in Corinth. That's why we're reading about it. That's why he said this right here in verse 8. Can I call him to read again? The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 8. Therefore, let us keep the feast. We are supposed to keep the feast, read. Not with old leaven. Not with old sin, old beef, old strife. Old issues, read. Neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness. Not with malice and wickedness. I know it's a lot of folks that's rolling like that, but let that not be named amongst you, brother. You, sister. Make sure your children are conditioned to know I can't keep the Lord's high holy days if I have malice, if I want to be wicked. These things have to be taught. Contrary to many folks that are doing it and that are so-called leaders, you have to make sure that you're not that. You have to make sure that your children is not that. They're going to be an example and reflection of your teachings. Of what you do. So be mindful parents. Be mindful gardens. How you carrying this truth in front of them. They learn at home first from you. And from there they're going to be able to discern. That's not the most high. No that's not the truth. That's not the scriptures. I learned that from my mama. I learned that from my daddy. I learned that from my auntie. I learned that from whoever the parent and guardian is. Or instructing them right. Um, finish that verse But with the unleavened bread Of sincerity and truth We supposed to be sincere You don't supposed to be arguing I'm, I'm, I mentioned this before last time I was up You don't supposed to be debating folks about um, When um, oh, that, You ain't keeping the Passover at the right time No 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 Who do we keep the Passover for For the most high <laughs> He's gonna be the one to acknowledge if he receives You don't speak for God you know what you know right now because that's what you know. Be happy and glorify the Father and faith and Son for what you know. Don't be one of them brothers. Don't be one of them sisters that got contention and strife and you, you, you're looking to jump down the throat of every brother and sister. Hey, they keep, they're keep they keeping the Passover. All praise to the Most High. Have a Passover to you. The Most High. We all doing this for who? The Most High. So he's the one we got to make sure that's satisfied with our sacrifice, with our celebration, with our acknowledgement. Not no other man. Now, if you're doing it to be acknowledged by somebody, be a part of the, the in crowd or the team, then you have that. The Lord, the Lord ain't acknowledging that. He, this is between you and him. So be mindful. Contrary to the popular belief around here. But he said we're supposed to be keeping this thing with sincerity and truth. Sincerity in truth sincerity and in truth and the Lord gonna know if you're sincere social media ain't gonna be able to define your sincerity God is gonna be able to know that was sincere right there alright last scripture let's get Hebrews to, so we can deal with the sacrificing because we're not in Jerusalem is we in Jerusalem? 
Where's where's we at? We 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 definitely not in Jerusalem. We're not nowhere in the Middle East at all right now. <laughs> we in America. Hebrews eleven. All I want is verse six to ten. We done. All right. The book of Hebrews chapter eleven verse six. Hebrews chapter eleven. Yeah, verse six. You're right. But without faith, it is impossible to please Uh-oh, him. Oh, read, call, and read again. The book of Hebrews chapter eleven and verse six. Mm-hmm. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Hold on, before you read, jump to chapter ten. I want you to read um, verse one. The book of Hebrews chapter ten and verse one. Look, I'm dealing with the sacrificing real quick. That Christ being our, our, our sacrificing for this. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. So we did sacrifice year by year. We sacrificed for Passover. We sacrificed for Tabernacle. All the high holy days, there was a sacrifice attached to it. That's what we did. That was the custom. All right? Jump down to verse 4. For but it, it didn't make us perfect because it wasn't like we sacrificed once and then we never sacrificed no more. We continually sacrifice depending on what we committed and what that was sacrifice able. <laughs> that that this, uh, some things you couldn't sacrifice for, but the things that we could sacrifice for, we, we we did them things continually. It did not make us perfect. It did not make us who the Most High wanted us to be. In, in His eyesight, it was a temporary fix. All right, um, verse four. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sin. So it's not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. All right. Um, jump down to verse 6. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. The Lord didn't have no pleasure in uh, the sacrifice, even though he did put that system in place. He didn't get the ultimate joy in that. He even let you know why, right? Then said I, lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, mm-hmm. to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, sacrifice and offering, and burnt offerings and offering, for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which were offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. Mm-hmm. By the... So the first thing we had was sacrificing. Laws of Moses, we, we sacrificed. All right, the Levites sacrificed for us. Now we are under what? Christ. Christ died, that died for us. All right, we got grace in Christ. Still have to keep God's laws, but the sacrificing is done away because Christ died and rose. All right, read verse 10. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Read it again. By the which will Will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So Christ being that sacrifice made it where we didn't have to sacrifice no more. He was the best one, the, the perfect gift, the perfect sacrifice that the most high is accepting. He ain't accepting nothing else. All right. Now you read, um, jump to chapter 11, verse six, the book of Hebrews six through 10. chapter 11, verse six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we have to make sure that, that, that nothing is messing up, first and foremost, parents, your faith, your belief in the Most High God. And from your faith, faith not being jacked up, your kids' faith is going to be on point. I'm going to say it again. You have to make sure your faith, your belief is on point. 
And if your faith and belief is on point, guess what? Your kids are going to mimic what you believe and do and say. They're going to understand off you. Now, once they leave your house, who knows? It's all up to, to, to the most high at that point between them and the most high. But let it not be said that when they was up under your roof, that you wasn't the representation of what this Bible is talking about. That they never knew what a Passover was. They never knew what a Sabbath was. Um, unleavened bread, I never heard of it. You talking about sweet potato pie? Sweet potato pie is real good. But sweet potato unleavened bread, which is one of my favorite unleavened bread. Let me get a round of applause for myself. It's delicious. If you want that recipe, please inbox us. All right, Household Ramian, we got you with the recipe for this um, sweet potato unleavened bread. It's fire. Anyway, these things should be known and happy and expressed because this is our culture. This is our ways. All right. So um, again, um, where's we at, Shavon? The book of Hebrews, chapter 11, and verse 6. Mm-hmm. But without faith, is, it is impossible to please him. So you ain't pleasing the Most High if you don't believe in him. And believe it or not, it's a whole lot of unbelievers. <laughs> Sadly. I mean, they, they look like they believe. But all praise, the Most High said he, he, he judged actions. He weighed that thing. He know what's really going on. You can trick me, me. I can trick you. You can trick me all day long, but we cannot trick God. We can't trick him. He see everything. He know what's on the inside. He know if it's sincere. So watch this. It says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. Read. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. You must believe that he is. It's a lot of people don't believe in God. They believe in um, Buddha. They believe in mice. They believe in every other thing but the most high God. Let them have it. You do you. What is your belief, brother? What's your belief, sister? Do you still believe in the most high? Or did somebody change your mind? Do you still believe in, 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 in the most high? Or did a situation change your mind? Nah. Paul said the best. He better not let nothing separate you. Your kids have to understand that. They different. They celebrate stuff folks don't understand. You're talking about Passover, man. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get an Easter outfit. Y'all, it, 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 anybody got no Easter outfits? Easter. Anybody know what Easter is? <laughs> My kids don't know what Easter is. <laughs> so that'd be the weirdo in the room. While everybody talking about getting an Easter outfit, they trying to figure out, all right, first of all, what is Easter and what is the outfit that you wear for it? I need some help. That's the kind of upbringing that the Most High strive is. We're supposed to be striving to have in the faith of Christ. So um, let's continue. So we um, it says, "For he that cometh to God must believe that he is read, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them." And they got to know that, contrary to popular belief, because us being Israel ain't popular. Folks want to be everything but an Israelite. They'll jump down every other tunnel and alley that they can with no proof, no nothing. You know, they, they, they follow stuff with nothing. But this right here is who we are. And it's not a popular thing. 
And and for the young kids, the young youth, especially if you have to go now, if you're in a homeschooling um or, 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 or online co-op type of situation, you're good. You have to worry about all, all that peer pressure. You don't have to worry about folks making fun of your fringes. You don't have to worry about folks saying, what's that on your clothes? And why you got that on your head? And all this other strange language and situations. But for those that do have to be in them systems, it's hard. It's a battle. That's why we encourage parents, homeschool your child. Put them a part of an online co-op. Do anything better than sending them to school. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. As far as a culture thing, they're not teaching them nothing. We can debate that on another day. <laughs> but as a culture, them knowing who they are and being established in what they are, they're not going to dig it. You get it there. School is what, like six, seven hours? At least six, seven, sometimes seven eight. Hours. Eight hours. That's a lot of indoctrination. A lot of y'all ain't around y'all kids like that regularly when it comes to educating. Period. They see you in passing, y'all you know, five days a week, if they in extracurricular activities, that's even more time they're being indoctrinated and influenced and peer pressured and convinced. The Bible says train up a child. You have to go through, you have to do the heavy lifting, parents, and this is a side note outside of this. You have to do the heavy lifting. You might have to pay some money for them to, do the, 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 um, to get schooled somewhere else. But they're going to be able to be the child. They're going to be able to be the prince, the princess that the Most High is looking for, period. So um, let's get that next. Um, we have to let our children know that um, this part right here, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek. That there's a reward to the end of all this. Now you're not popular. You ain't gonna be the one folks want to be around like that because you don't. You ain't drinking. You ain't drugging. You ain't um, hoeing. You ain't doing all the illicit things that's popular and, and that's the fun thing to do. They have to take some L's, but they have to interpret that L differently, where it don't shake their faith. Oh, that's a part. That's a part of the game. It's our job, parents. Your house should be decorated. I wish we had thing. Your house should be de- decorated for um, Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread. I'm going to have, um, uh, um, t- tell your mom to bring down some of that lamb, some of the un- uh, unleavened bread. I, 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 I want to be able to show it. I want to be, be able to show them. These things is what belong to us and that we should be proud in. We got folks showing birthday cakes. <laughs> we showing they showing their birthday parties. They showing they they whatever little party of things. When it come to righteousness, all the righteous folks is quiet. We have to let the world know this is what it is. It's been what it is, and the stuff that you think it is, it ain't that. So it says he's a rewarder. There's a reward to to the end of this because the kingdom is for us. When it's all said and done, the kingdom is for us. So watch this. Read on. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, Mm -hmm. prepared an ark to the saving of his house. He used Noah. Noah did something without any evidence to prove it. It looked crazy for for Noah, right? Noah, why you being in this big old boat for, bro? Rain. ain't never. What's a rain? ain't, Ain't no rain around there. Remember, it never rained before. They, we had a um, a dew. 
He ain't rain. What the hell is rain, no? Until it happened. Some of y'all look crazy. Some folks say you look crazy. You look crazy. Why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing that? Cool. We can show you where we get it from and why, but if you don't believe it, think it's garbage, that's cool too. But there's many people who looked it crazy until it happened. So we in good company. We in the company so far, let us know, we in the company of Noah. Read, call and read it again. The book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. Uh-huh. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house, read. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. So Noah looked crazy until that water came down. He wasn't crazy no more. Read on. By faith, Abraham... When he was called to go out into a place which he should... Abraham looked crazy. We in good company here. Mm-hmm. Noah, Abraham, read. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, mm-hmm. as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, their heirs with him, of the same Hey, promise. we in good company. Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, read. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So we're looking for that city that the Most High declared to us in the scriptures. We're looking for all the rewards that he said is unpopular. He ain't lied about the bad stuff, so I know that the good stuff is a for show. Your children have to know that. They have the glory in, 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 in who they are. And they don't be able to learn how to glory in it by you, mom and daddy, parent, guardian. Hebrews 2 and 1, Shavon. Hebrews 2 and 1. The book of Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. So we went over just real briefly, real quickly about the, um, the Passover. Um, we went over some scriptures. Uh, we highlighted certain things. Um, again, I encourage everyone to um, for the kids to give them kind of of a, a visualization. Um, what's the the Prince of Egypt? Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Joseph, King of Dreams. Joseph, King of Dreams. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Superbook. I can't remember which one, but I know they have an episode. I don't know the name of it, but they have one. These things are on YouTube for free. But um, that's to give you something to work with. That's give you some something to work with, with with your child, to start letting them comprehend what they're supposed to comprehend. All right? Um, come on o- o- over this way. Matter of fact, give me, give me this right here. I'm going to... Um, See if you can um, put it down in front of you, so folks can see that beautiful glory. Bring it, bring it close. Do y'all see that right there? Do y'all see it? I know y'all can't smell it. If y'all smell it, y'all bite my plate right now. Get get your hands off my plate. Get your hands off my plate. So what we got right here is some beautiful, juicy, delicious lamb right here. And what we have right here is what we had. We, we read was the bitter herbs, bitter herbs. 
And right here, where's um, Sanaya? Uh, um, get get on the microphone, cause you you made this un- un- unleavened bread, right? No. Who made it? You made you made the unleavened bread. Get, uh, tell them what type of unleavened bread. This unleavened this bread that's shown to you is lemon blueberry. Is lemon blueberry? I know y'all never had them two flavors together, only in juice. Probably had some juice that was lemon blueberry. But have you had some blueberry, lemon blueberry unleavened bread? Can y'all see that real good? Can y'all see it? Yes, indeed. And and and, and uh, we have some grape juice for for the kids. You know, the adults we're supposed to have the wine. What? All right, the adults have the wine. The kids have the grape juice. Welchers. But look at that right there. Y'all see that right there? So put that camera back over there. So um, I pray everybody. Um, was able to see that because y'all might have thought we ain't had no lamb in there. <laughs> we got pans of lamb up in there. Um, again, if you let me put this up again as we get ready to get up here. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Happy Passover. Happy Feast of Unleavened Bread. Again, let me po- put this up again. Passover. Let me drop this um ticket away. Give me a second. All right. Passover again, um, April first at evening. So right now we're in it um, at evening. Passover will be Passover will be ending. Then it'd be the beginning of the feast of unleavened bread. All right. Remember, um, evening to evening equals one day. Um, again, I will encourage um, it's many brothers and sisters that that keep Passover at different times. Do not be that brother. Do not be that sister. Striving, trying to argue them down about when and where. Hey, they're keeping the Passover. All glory to, to, to the Most High. I know folks who um, then kept Passover already. It's, it's folks that's keeping Passover right now at the same time as myself and my household. It's some that's keeping Passover in two weeks. <laughs> okay? And everybody's going to get an all praise to the Most High. Happy Passover. We have to make sure that we're not um, regurgitating bad habits. I'm trying to use nice and understandable terms for stuff. We have to have uh, a, 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 a is is sadly, but a lot of Israelites is known for strife. It's known for contention, debate, very little action. All right. So again, you didn't always understand what you understand right now. And I guarantee you 10 years from now, as you endure your understanding, Lord's will is going to increase and you might understand something different. But the scripture talks about not judging another man's servant. Everything we do is to the honor and glory of the most high God. So keep serving the most high God. Honor him in the days he commanded us to honor him. And then secondly, find ways to what? Help our lost people. All right. Quit looking for, for, for reasons to divide the room instead of bringing the room together. All right. It's enough people doing that. Um, any last words from my beautiful children? Yes. Bye-bye. Any, any last words? She won't have to pass over. 
Shalom. Have a Passover. Any any last words? Shalom. Bye bye. <laughs> All praise to the Most High. Hey, hey, make sure we're keeping these things with joyfulness and gladness. Hey, 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 hey tell your mama to come here. Okay. Come here, baby. Bring, bring, bring the baby with you. Goodbye. See you next time. Hey, Sunita, go, go out there and watch the little ones while she coming in. And I pray um, those that are keeping Passover, hey, post some pictures, man. Let's see um, you grilling. Let's see the lamb. Let's see the food. You don't have to show us eating. We don't want to see see the lamb hanging out your teeth. <laughs> okay, um, but um, share those things. Let, let let's let's make sure that um, the things pertaining to God we ain't ashamed of. And here go my beautiful wife. How you doing, baby? Now you gotta put put the camera towards you, baby. Shalom, put 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 the Shalom, everybody. Happy Passover. Hey, show, um, uh, show my beautiful son over there who, who uh, knocked out. He ain't had no lamb. The lamb, all, all of us done be like that within an hour. That lamb done knock us out. But he only got two. He got two teeth at the bottom, baby. How many, how many got at the top? No, he don't have none. He ain't, the top ain't cutting? Okay. So, hey, with that, we say shalom. Um, happy Sabbath. Happy Passover to everybody. Um. Enjoy, 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 and enjoy again. Um. Any last words, baby? None. All right. Um. Let me. It was something else I want to post. Wait a minute. Want to put this up again? I I love putting this up. I put this up um to let you know it's things that we have to do. We got work to do, and we can't complete any of this if we're just trying to find an issue with any and everybody. We're trying to find a problem with any and everybody. Everything is just what you is and what you ain't and so forth and so on. We got work to do. The Most High woke us up to do a lot of work. It's work to be done. So let's give him um, all the glory and all the praise. Happy Passover. Happy Sabbath. And, and then tomorrow at evening is going to be happy feast of unleavened bread. All right. So with that, we don't say shalom until what? Next time. Thank you for tuning in to Bout Them Laws Podcast. 
where information and application equals elevation. My mission is to provide information that will inspire the minds of my people as we change and progress. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Follow King Rahamia and Baltham Laws Podcast on all social media outlets to stay up to date on future podcast topics and much more. Thank you and thank you again for your support as I keep it real, righteous, and always relevant. Peace.